We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Phil Miller joins from the Star Tribune, and Phil joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Phil, I hope you're doing well after a very busy day. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. You know, they signed the... Uh, they signed the shortstop of uh, the future uh, one week, and uh, yeah, they're, uh, the Viking season ended, so the Twins have uh, have ramped things up. Yeah, and it was such a, a strange off season when Carlos Correa originally agreed to the deal with the San Francisco Giants. It's like, okay, now what? And and there didn't appear to be much of a plan, and then uh, that fell through, and he ends up in <clears throat> with the Mets. That falls through, and then. Some way, shape, or form, he ends up with with a deal with the Minnesota Twins, and it completely remade the off season. And I talked about this a little bit last night, sitting in for Henry Lake, getting Correa. They they probably Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, and company felt more comfortable dealing Luis Arias to the Marlins. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they they felt like they have some depth at uh, at. In, in the infield, uh, you know, Louis Rice played first, second, and third base last year, uh, and they have regulars uh, for each of those positions. So uh, adding uh, Carlos Correa to that uh, just kind of solidified it and uh, gave them a, uh, a chance. You know, they had acquired Kyle Farmer in November in yeah. case uh, Carlos Correa didn't come back. And suddenly he becomes the utility infielder, and, uh, and suddenly you're looking. It sounds strange to to say, but you're looking for uh, where you're going to play the American League batting champion. It uh, it is a str- it's a strange situation to see a team uh, move on from somebody that talented right away. But uh, they feel like uh, it was a good way to uh, update, uh, upgrade the pitching staff. We'll see if they're right. Yeah, and the, there were apparent attempts to add pitching through free agency, but. The price of poker just got to the point where it, it, it was preposterous. Uh, Rodon comes to mind as, as being a name bandied about, but um, the the expense of frontline starting pitching is it's it's way up there. Well, it's interesting because a lot of the pitchers that were available in the free agent market are uh, tend to be older. You know that you have to. You have to have six uh, complete seasons to uh, reach free agency, and the Twins have shown this preference for uh, um, guys in their uh, first five or six years before they uh, reach the uh, expense of free agency. You know, now they go into next season with five pitchers that they acquired via trade, and uh, 
with five, the, the five men starting rotation, the front five, uh, all acquired via trade, which you would think that's a lot more expensive way to acquire talent because you have to give up talent to uh, get it. But uh, somehow uh, they are making it wor- uh, work. They, you know, Derek Falvey declared yesterday that this is the strongest rotation that uh, he has seen uh, in his six years with the Twins. Um, it's uh, it's kind of remarkable. Not many teams so heavily rely on the trade market uh, to build a pitching staff, and uh, the, the Twins are pretty confident that uh, that they know how to make these deals. Yeah, it, it is one of those where they'll. I, I've certainly heard it and, and read it on the text line. I'm I'm sure uh, on stories you, you've done in the Star Tribune, Twins fans have commented, um, it, it is one with risk that there will be backlash from the fans that, hey, I really like Louis Arise and, you know, he's a batting champ and so on and so forth. Uh, he, he was a very well-liked member of the organization. Yeah, I'm sure you're uh... – your callers uh, made that pretty evident last night. Uh, that had to make it a little harder for uh, for the Twins, uh, knowing that uh, you know Arise's uh, chase for the batting title was really the only thing that held anyone's interest in September when uh, when they faded out of the uh, playoff race. Um, and and uh, you know, a batting title, all the talk of uh, he's the new Rod Carew. Uh, it, um, I'm sure that made it hard to trade, but. You know, I think uh, everyone knows wins trump uh, personality. Wins are what uh, the, the team is here to do. So uh, I think I think rise is the the biggest risk they take for having regrets about the trade. Um, you know, it, what if he is uh, the new uh, the latter day Rod Carew? Uh, you know, certainly he's uh, hit above three hundred in three of his four seasons. So it's a hefty price. Uh, there's no doubt. And they get a uh, pitcher back who is uh, looks like he's coming into his own, is developing into a uh, number two, number three caliber starting pitcher, but probably not very well known around here. Popularity-wise, tough sell. Um, but if uh, you know if Pablo Lopez wins ten, fifteen games next year, I think uh, he'll become uh, pretty popular himself. Yeah, and. We had talked, and and I've brought this up before, that, you know, exiting 22 and the way it ended was certainly disappointing. But with, with Kenta Maeda and, and Joe Ryan and, and Bailey Ober uh, appearing to be 100% healthy, and then you add Tyler Malley and, and Sonny Gray, and, you know, th- there is depth there. I mean, th- th- there's legitimate pitched in the major leagues, had success in the major leagues depth there. Yeah, that's six guys that you would not uh, hesitate to uh, pitch in a playoff game that uh, that you think uh, give you a reasonable chance to win. And, uh, you know, the, the Twins had to use 14 starting pitchers last year. I think it was more than that the year before. They are uh, they, they can't always say that about who they put on the mound. So uh, this is, uh, it, on paper, this does look like the best uh, rotation they've ever had. You know, it's only been uh, – Three years ago, when uh, they uh, had uh, Jose Barreos and uh, and um, Martin Perez and Michael Pineda and Kyle Gibson, and they thought that uh, that was a pretty solid rotation. They've in, in just three years they've completely disassembled um, that rotation, and I feel like they feel like they've upgraded uh, at pretty much every spot. Um, 
there, there's some things in this everyday lineup that the Twins go into 23. Uh, there's a lot of hope that Alex Kirilov, after the wrist surgery, uh, can be a fixture in this lineup. When healthy, he's shown signs of, of being a reliable uh, hitter. Uh, hits with power, can hit for average. He 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 really is a talent when healthy. And then, of course, Byron Buxton is the other one, and, and we've been saying that for years about Byron Buxton. But, the, but those are two big ifs for this team going into 23. I think it's probably a reflection of how Alex Kirilov's uh, offseason, how his recovery from wrist surgery is going, that they pulled the trigger on the Louis Arise trade, that they were willing to uh, – to give him up because I think uh, they project Kirilov, uh, maybe not uh, right away, but eventually to become their regular first baseman. Uh, so I, I would take that as a uh, pretty good sign that they seem confident uh, about that. Uh, you know, as for uh, Buxton, you know, uh, <clears throat> he came into the season last year feeling as good as he ever had. On the very first road trip of the season, he slid into second base in Boston and, uh, messed up a knee and battled that all year and finally had to have surgery. Uh, you know, that's, that's poor luck, uh, among other things. I, yeah. I don't know that you can say uh, that, uh, you know, he is injury prone. I don't know that one season necessarily uh, matters to the next, though. I think they're, you know, going to the season hoping that he finally has the, uh, the healthy season that, uh, that everyone has wanted to see around here for a long time. Yeah, and then uh, ultimately, bullpen w- was a was a big issue. Missed opportunities to get some breathing room. Now they they, they fell apart late in the season and ended up finishing fourteen games behind Cleveland. But they were leading this division for a, for a good part of the summer, and it they they probably lost some breathing room. Uh, because of bullpen failures, and and that's still a develop going into spring training. What does the makeup of that bullpen look like? They lost seven games uh, that they led against uh, Cleveland, who ended up uh, winning the division. So uh, that is, uh, I mean, right there, that uh, erases the uh, uh, fourteen game. Um, yeah, sure uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, you can you can't you know some of those uh, weren't necessarily the bullpen's fault, but. Uh, yeah, they were um, they were in first place as late as September 4th. That's how bad September was. Uh, have they addressed that bullpen? Well, they have, I think, their closer. They think their closer for the next couple of years. Um, Griffin Jacks kind of established himself as uh, as a reliable setup man. Caleb Thielbar as the uh, left-hander and, uh, you know, bringing in uh, Jorge Lopez at, at, uh, at midseason didn't didn't really work out the way they hoped it would last year, but uh, he's still young, and uh, you know he's he's shown signs of uh, of being dependable. That's uh, that's a decent starting point. I would agree that they have not done enough to upgrade the bullpen. I think that is the one glaring weakness, especially now that uh, they've acquired Pablo Lopez for the rotation. I would say that their big weakness is uh, is health but also uh, relief pitching. Now, they have some options with that. They have some uh, starting pitchers who are being crowded out, uh, young starting pitchers that they've developed on their own who have been crowded out by this, that they can attempt to convert to relievers. 
that's risky uh, because you might squander a, a good starting pitcher uh, at that point. But I think that I actually think there are more trades coming. I think the uh, Twins have a couple of surplus outfielders, young outfielders that they could move and try to uh, add to the bullpen. I would say that that is probably the number one project for the Twins to get done in the next, I got it's only three weeks until spring training. Yeah, and uh, the, the way the weather has gone, Phil, not not really a bad move to, to go down, set up shop in and, and Fort Myers <laughs> and, and get going covering the ball club in 23. You know, now that I think about it, uh, players are going to start arriving this week. I better get down there. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, <laughs> when we well, hang up, I might call my boss and run that past him. Well, you, you still have Twins Fest a week from today. Right. Um, you get Twins Fest weekend, maybe a week from Monday. How about that? Uh, okay. Okay. It's a good negotiation. Of... I like where we're headed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> leave my leave my driveway to its own devices. Yeah. Um, get, get get someone on the staff who's stuck in town. Uh, covering the Wild or the or the Timberwolves or a high yeah. school sports to come over. It's a summer game after all. Yep. Yeah, I'm with sure. you. Well, Phil, uh, thanks for the update, but but certainly a busy day. And you, you have a lot of coverage on that in the paper online at startribune.com. Uh, uh, Lopez from the Marlins, a rise to uh, the Marlins in that big trade. Something we didn't talk about, uh, you, you kind of read between the lines and the the twins hard to tell, but uh, these minor leaguers uh, they they got one that was a pretty high, pretty highly touted prospect in the in the Marlins system coming over uh, in this deal. Salas, the nineteen year old, mm-hmm. uh, a nineteen year old who uh, actually came to this uh, country uh, as a teenager. He's still a teenager, uh, but yep. uh, interesting that uh, all four players involved in the trade are Venezuelan. Um, but uh, Salas is uh, is uh, the scout I talked to said he is the best hitter in the Marlins system, and that's projection. That's you know he's 19, so uh, it'll be a couple of years. But you know uh, that's uh, more than uh, I think it tells you something that the Twins said they're not going to do the trade if it was just one for one, and uh, you know they ended up getting uh, they ended up getting a really highly regarded prospect. Now the Marlins are a team built on pitching, and I imagine the Twins try to pry a couple of their pitching prospects away. But, you know, this is another shortstop, another uh, another guy to throw in there with, with the Brooks Lee-Royce Lewis uh, mix now that they've got their uh, permanent shortstop at, uh, at, with Carlos Correa. But uh, you can't have too many shortstops. They end up being third baseman, second baseman, outfielders. Uh, and if you can hit... Um, there'll always be a job for you. Um, and, you know, knowing the Twins, uh, this is a good uh, good fodder to package in another trade for more pitching. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time after, uh, once again, a very busy time, the Correa signing, and now uh, the Luis Arise trade to the Marlins. Thanks again. All right. All right, Steve, I'll see you at Twins Fest. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.